All right, everybody. Omar Abdullahi here with episode two of Courtside Speaks. Felice and Lexan have returned once again, and we got two new guys to introduce themselves. You guys would go ahead. The floor is yours. Hey, my name is Joey. Me and Omar go way back. He's my boy. I came on the pod. I'm trying to talk hoops, trying to talk about the offseason moves, signings, trades, all that. Yo, what's good? It's Azad. Um, how to rep my man, Omar. Um, yeah, man, just to talk hoops, like Joey said. Um, yeah, that's about it. All right. <laughs> Wait, what? What? What'd you, what'd you mumble over there? Yeah, what'd you mumble, bro? Let's just talk hoops, bro. All right, all right. Let's continue, all right. Let's continue on. We got some first, in, first uh, category of teams we're going to talk about is teams you guys either thought negatively impacted their future with their free agency offseason or teams you thought just didn't do enough. Oh. Can I just start my Blazers right now? I mean, oh, I was got, going to. We got Larry Nance. That's cool, but that's it. Like, I mean, we did. Hey, bro, some- you're not rocking with Cody Zeller? Hell no, I'm not rocking with. I'm not rocking with. You're not rocking with Ben McLemore, the shooter. Uh, I, 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 love- I didn't even know Ben McLemore went to Portland. Bro, what about Tony Snell, bro? Come on. Wait, did we get Tony Snell? Yeah, yeah, yo, yeah Tony Snell. I totally forgot we got Tony Snell. I totally forgot we got Tony Snell. You know yeah, what? W. He's a good shooter, but but I, mean, I don't that, know. Those we, guys we are going to keep Bane. So why the hell we signed Larry? Nance? I mean, not Larry Nance. No, Larry Nance is a good defense. Why did we sign Cody Zeller? Like, I don't he needed a backup center who can play defense, not named Ennis Kanter. Ennis Kanter's gone. He's with the Boston Celtics. Thank God. Thank God. I got switching team every two years. Let me explain the reason why I'm upset. Though with is because there's we need to trade CJ. I think just, CJ can't win. Yeah, we we that's that's where it is. Like I feel like we're just stuck. We have CJ there too. Like we signed Norman Powell. He can be our shooting guard. Yeah, there's a ceiling on small backcourts. I feel like right. Uh, I think that's why the Cavs want to move on from uh, Colin Sexton. It's because uh, we've seen like we've seen the ceiling of Damon CJ. Um, and they just like they can work, obviously, but it's for them to make it to the next level. Uh, they they gotta trade CJ, bro. And I feel like there's there's no way teams out there wouldn't be willing to take CJ if like good with teams that want to win now. CJ can add to a team, uh, positively. So, Lexi, I mean, bro, let me let me ask you this, bro. Would you trade CJ in a Ben Simmons deal? I knew you was gonna say that. I, I mean, <laughs> it's a possibility for sure. I mean. That's what I'm wondering might happen all of a sudden. Because you got first of all, did you guys see Dame like the tweet? Yeah, Ben Simmons, Portland or whatever. Yeah, I saw that. Recruiting. Obviously, we've been talking there that article today that said there's concerns with the Portland front office of Ben and Dame's fit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there was. I saw that. Yeah, you know, I just I would rather get. I okay. Here's the thing. Let me put it this way. I would kind of be willing to try out Ben Simmons to get rid of CJ because I, we're just not going to do anything with CJ. So would it be worth a shot? Maybe it would have to be a good trade though. I mean, Ben could be all Draymond. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's I, not enough though for, for Dave to yeah. stay. Portland has to con- be that's, that's way, bro. contenders. They have do, to not be able to make the do not compare Draymond Green to Ben Simmons, bro. <laughs> Right, that's better. Respectfully, I mean, let's focus on the Blazers before I get to Draymond and and Bessons. But, but like for Dame to stay, for Dame to stay, you would need to be at least. I mean, obviously, for now, he said he's staying, and 
forget about all the rumors and all these reports. Yeah, he'll play. He'll play this year in the. Yeah. I can promise that. Until Dave moves up here, go ahead. He's playing this year with us, but if we just don't do anything, you know, no trades. Like if we like if we're just playing like shit, and then at the trade deadline we just don't do nothing. I think he's out of here at the, uh, in the end of the season. Yeah, for now I'm right. just gonna take Dave's words because he said if he's gonna leave, he's gonna make it clear himself. So, we'll, right, we'll take his words. So, as of this offseason, now the Larry last year, I think uh, actually a, a very good one. You came in and pretty yeah, much that was, only that lost was a- Derek. Yeah, that's all you lost Derek Jones Jr., who wasn't even in your rotation for Larry yeah, Nance. So I think would be critical. They've life. But nothing else really. That Larry Nance is not enough of a needle mover to all of a sudden make He's, you guys The only reason I like Larry Nance is because he has what nobody else on the roster except Covington have, and that's defense. Yep, so that defense. that's pretty cool. But it's not like he's an elite defensive player. He's but very he's, underrated. He's really underrated, though. He's, he's a good shooter, too. Uh, and he's a good passer. He's one of the better passing big men in the league, too. Because yeah. of him, we're not going to be the worst uh, defense in NBA history this year like we were last year. What I thought the Kings were worse than you. I was about oh, to say that. <laughs> we were the second worst in NBA history. They were the worst. The Kings were terrible, yeah, yeah on defense. Kings, I, was, I wasn't thinking about the Kings. Who thinks about the fucking Kings? Um, okay. But I don't think Portland – Portland didn't do enough for sure. I think they, they did – they weren't bad. Like, their moves are solid, but I don't think they did enough. And yeah. to be fair to them, there just wasn't anything available for I them. Like, to... if it wasn't if it wasn't for Dame being here and in the peak of his career right now and, like, he wants to win – if it was just a normal offseason, it would seem fine. You got positive additions, but you have Dame. You want to win now, and you're not doing enough to win now. Bro, That's but also, I think the biggest problem that Portland has is that they don't have, like, the real assets to become, like, a legitimate contender. Yeah. I mean, Dame's our asset, but we'd have to trade him to rebuild. I'm saying. So, like, you, you're kind of stuck in that spot where it's like you have to trade Dame or CJ to go anywhere. And if you trade Dame, you're rebuilding. You're trading CJ, too. Yeah. You're trading Dame. Not- we trade Dame, we have to trade CJ because we're not having so, CJ. So in any way, if you want to change the direction, because if they keep doing this, they're going to c- keep being like a perennial eight to six seed in this Western Conference and just being a first-round exit, maybe second-round exit at best. Yeah, maybe we get lucky. The only, the only way to at least change directions is trade CJ either way. If you want right. to rebuild, trade Dame. But if you want to win, you trade CJ at least. You just yeah, I mean, out. what's available? Like, there was no, no in this offseason, there's no one available that was going to take there, him from to, be, to was, become contenders. Mentioned it briefly in the last podcast was Siakam, but that doesn't seem like that's actually happening. So it's unlikely. Yeah. But I yeah. wondered if that would be a thing. That was one of the things I saw, like, one report about it, and I was like, you know, that would be cool, but it's not going to happen. But that that's like the one thing I've seen that sounds cool. I don't know, though. I mean, there, I feel like there would be teams around the league that would take CJ, though. Oh, for sure. No, he's a positive player. He's a really good playmaker, scorer, shooter. He gives a positive impact to any team who wants to win. It's right. just on that contract and with, you know, how many teams really need that at that money when there's yeah, better that- opportunities. And also because Portland's going to ask a lot for CJ. Yeah. So, I mean – Probably one more year of a first round exit. Maybe we get lucky for a second round if like injuries or something happen. Uh, and I, I don't think Dame's going to be a Blazer by next season. To be honest, I think this is his last year, uh, unless he really decides to stay. But it seems like what he's saying is, you know, this is like I'm staying for now. So this is your last chance. Yeah, I mean, yep. So with the Blazers. I think all of us agree on the fact that while well, it wasn't a bad offseason, 
unfortunately yeah. they just didn't there wasn't enough out there for them to actually make a big difference is there any other team you guys thought was bad or did not do enough out there the kings the sacramento kings okay yeah yeah, uh, I mean, let me see what they really signed. I don't feel like they really signed anybody. I think they re-signed Holmes, and that re- was that was a good signing. I like the Rashawn. They legit Holmes. signed like Alex Len and called yeah, it. They, they didn't do enough to fix their. They problem. legit signed Alex Len and called it a day. And also, yeah. they got they Tristan Thompson though. They got Tristan Thompson. They didn't yeah, trade Buddy Hield, bro. They, yeah, they, that's they needed to trade Buddy Hield because like. You have oh, for obviously sure. what Wait, how did they get Tristan Thompson? I thought he was on the Hawks. They got him from the Celtics, I believe. Unless they rerouted him to the Hawks. I think they it was, like, it was a three it was a three team trade. Delon yeah. Wright went to Atlanta. Bruno Fernando and Chris Dunn went to Boston and Tristan Thompson went to the Kings. Right. Tristan Thompson uh-huh. did come to the Kings, yeah. So he, he I mean he's not gonna fix their problem. I mean, they lost a son white side, which if you're the worst defensive team in NBA history. Should, wouldn't you want to keep him? I know he didn't he didn't play enough, but I feel like that would Just be the guy I want to keep. I mean, we had him in Portland last year. He didn't he we weren't as bad with him, but like he's he's a good shot blocker, but just right. in general, that's that's not that's like the main thing he does. But their right. defense is just bad. They don't have any defense. So you might as well yeah. keep the shot I, block on your team. Yeah, I think exactly. that's why they I think I think that's why they drafted uh David on Mitchell. Just yeah, for but he's a guard, isn't he? So he's going to be a good good guard defender. But again, we've talked about this. I mean, I've mentioned this millions right. of times. A guard's not going to – a guard cannot single-handedly change your defense because their impact – your impact as a guard isn't going to be like, you know, a Rudy Gobert. Facts. Right. Facts. But, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I think, though, like, more than ever, I think the Kings – the reason why I think they're one of the losers is because they failed to trade guys they should have traded, like Buddy Hill, like yep. Marvin Bagley. I thought Marvin Mar- – didn't his dad say, like, he didn't want him in Sacramento or something like that? Um, yeah. I mean, that was yeah, – he so, tweeted it out during the season, and then he did undil- – they're not going to trade him either way because they were going to want to get him out, and nobody's going to give it to him. So, Yeah. Kinda, Buddy, Buddy Heald is a big thing, bro. They they really should have traded him. He just – he doesn't he doesn't fit their the squad, in my opinion. Yeah. Let's just see how much value do we have. Not much. It doesn't seem like he has much. Uh, I mean, he's a good shooter, but like that contract. I think he like, could be. Like, I think he probably view him as like a, a third, fourth option, a guy who can give you like yeah. eight, nine threes and like attempts a night, but like not much defense. So he's kind of more like an elite role player than like a star per se. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell y'all this though. You know the proposed trade with the Lakers they had with Buddy Hill going to L.A. Oh yeah, before uh, the they would have won the- that deal. I'm going to say that. They had Kuzma and Montrez. They would have won that deal. Man. Yeah, they might have. I have. A, I know a Kings fan that absolutely hates that they didn't trade Beal. Not Beal. What the fuck? Why did I say Beal? Healed. Um, but he, like, they don't like having Buddy Healed. They're like, yeah, I guess he just, you know, he doesn't fit the team. I mean, they have a loaded backcourt. I mean, they have Mitchell. Yeah. They to Mitchell. They have uh, Fox, Halliburton. Halliburton. They're, they're building around Fox. That's your franchise player. But again, yeah. it's. I'm assuming they want to trade. Uh, I know they want to trade Hill, but the question was like, it was interesting they drafted Mitchell, even though Hill is still on. Now you got three guards. What are you going to do? You're going to play four guards at once, or you're going to reduce one of the guards' minutes by a good amount to give Mitchell a chance? I don't know what the plan is over there. But I they still got Harrison Barnes too. Yeah, right? but they didn't do enough. As Felice, I think. Just Mitchell, I think Mitchell comes off the bench year one. Yeah, I don't think, no yeah, he has to come off the bench. There's no chance. Yeah, they're just going to be. They're not playing because... Halliburton at the three. Like, yeah, you know, I really like Halliburton. He's a really good player. Oh, he's real good. 
So they, yeah. I agree with Felice. The Kings didn't do enough. I got, I got one more team. I think that we could talk about at least one more. Make it have more that you guys would probably agree. Yeah, got worse than last year is the Grizzlies. A hundred percent. They were the worst one. I thought they had the worst offseason by far. Although, they, let, let mm, me say this. I'm gonna say that. Let me say really? this. I thought they were horrific. Let me say this to you now. I think Memphis got worse in terms of talent, but they they are yeah. more approaching what their like goal is. They wanted to become younger. They wanted to become more flexible. They don't care yeah. about winning right now because they're not a championship team right now. They wanted to get off some contracts. They wanted to. Get I mean, Grayson Allen isn't he young? But would you gain from? He's on him? the Bucks now. I know. The yeah, they they traded him. So what, what was? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 You're right. I don't know. Yeah. My. The issue I had is, I mean, Valanciunas was a good player. For and Adams, too. It's not like he, Adams is some young center coming in the league. If that's yeah, their goal was to get younger. Horrible contract. Clear downgrade. And then they had Bledsoe. Bledsoe's. Yeah, but I'm, I'm they pretty sure. Yeah. But what did they get from Bledsoe? Who'd they get again? They got, they got Pat Bev and they got uh, they Rondo. Rondo. But Rondo wasn't. Rondo, they, they're getting. He's gone. He's, he signed with the Lakers. And oh, they got oh, rid of Pat Bev for nothing. Like, Juancho yeah, Hernan Gomez and Jared Culver. I mean, come on. Like, so, they just they didn't really gain anything. I mean, maybe it's a good thing they lost Bledsoe. Bledsoe's horrible. But um, I mean, but they chose to get him. They got him in the Valentine's trade. That's they, true. That's true. And then they ended up getting nothing in return. And Pat Bev and Rondo wasn't even a bad pickup. It's, the fact is that none of them are on the roster today. Yes. Right. And you also got to think about, they they basically sacrificed Valanciunas to take on a worse center to then reach massively to take fucking Zaire, Zaire Williams, Williams. Was it? Yeah, they took on right. Zaire yeah, Williams. Huge reach. Yeah, I, I think yeah, they took a ton. They're just banking on the young guys. I think a guy like Desmond Bain, they're, they're really high on. Because I don't know if y'all watch Summer League, and I know it's Summer League, so take it with a grain of salt, but he had the ball in his hands a lot of times. I think they might invest him into being a uh, not a secondary ball handler, but being one of their primary ball handlers on their offense. So if he could start at the three with uh, Dylan Brooks, John Morant, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., who, in my opinion, could be an MIP candidate as long as he still is healthy. And they're probably going to run Steven Adams at the five, right? Unless they really like yeah, yeah, him. I don't think yeah, disgustingly bad. I don't think Desmond Bade would start though, because you still have uh, Kyle, Kyle Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, right. Slow They really, yeah. yeah. The coaching staff really likes him, so it really depends though. But I yeah, think but they're, they're also really... trying to trade Anderson. I'm really yeah. no way. I saw the really. Celtics trying to. Yeah, get they're here. just trying to get really, really young. I don't. No, I, don't know. I mean, even forget about. But these are direct moves that have have no value. Okay, you traded Patrick Beverly. All right. When he was on your team, he could bring some veteran presence, a backup yeah. point guard. He's solid with the way he does. He's like a what was he like forty three something percent three point shooter last season. No, so 30, not only thirty nine, thirty nine. Oh my bad, thirty nine. So either way, he's a very good three point shooter, right? So he's a very good three point shooter. He could help your roster win now while also being a veteran leadership. You traded him for Juancho, which by the way they said he doesn't even have to report to camp, so they didn't even want him on the team. And then Jared Culver. Jared Culver, if anybody has been keeping watch, hasn't been good when he has oh, an yeah, opportunity right now. They're yeah. trading yeah, no. for the they're, they're trading for the idea of what Jericho can be, which I think is it's an immense price to pay when you're when you pretty much giving away Patrick Beverly for hoping Jericho can become uh, part of the. I mean, if you can't crack the rotation for the Minnesota Timberwolves, that that says enough to me that you probably shouldn't be giving away a player of Patrick Beverly's caliber for. I, I, mean, I still yeah. think they're in a good position, though. Uh, for yeah, the they got really young. Because, yeah, they got the young – because Jaron Jackson, what you saw from him this last year, he barely played, wasn't the Jaron Jackson that he can be because he 
he wasn't healthy and he never really got that chance to, you know, get back to himself. And he then they ran into the playoffs. Yeah. They weren't going to do anything there. So it's just he, Jared Jackson, I, I agree with Azad. He's going to be a most improved player candidate before his injury in the bubble and all those. He was having a really great season the year yeah, before. So he's got a lot of potential. He's not the best defensive player. And then they lost Valanciunas, maybe a slight upgrade defensively, but Adams isn't that great of a defender. So Charles contract. Yeah, that too. So, yeah. you know, they are still a young team that in a few years could could improve, but from last year, they got worse. And I don't know if that's really what you want to do. So did the Clippers, if we're being honest. The Clippers, yeah, were a slight uh, – I mean, just – they're obviously going to be worse automatically because Kawhi isn't playing. But Kawhi's not, you yeah. lost, you lost Beverly and Rondo for Bledsoe. I don't, I don't get what the appeal is for them. You already had Reggie Jackson, right? They already. I mean, I understand if like they didn't have Reggie Jackson at all, but I mean, you already have Reggie Jackson. You drafted another point guard in <clears throat> Keon Johnson. What's the point of then giving away Patrick and, uh, Beverly and Rondo for Eric Bledsoe? I don't know. They did right. receive Justin Winslow too, which I might might as well take a flyer on him. I guess you lose nothing grabbing him. But right, right. I just didn't get the Bledsoe trade for from. I thought stuff. they should have traded for like a guy like Larry Nance. Honestly, that would have been a perfect pickup for them. Yeah, um, because Ibaka's injury prone. You saw what Zubak is on defense. Um, that man Luca. That man Luca absolutely cooked him in that one series. Um, unplayable in the playoffs. He, yeah, he's just unplayable. So uh, Zubak was good against Phoenix, though. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, was, he was solid, but, um, yeah, I think the Clippers, man, I just um, – they're going to be – I like watching Paul George. I know Lex and me and him are – and Omar as well. We're big on Paul big George. Fans. So, big fans. Um, yeah, so we'll see what PG does, um, see if Ibaka stays healthy. But, um, yeah, they, they didn't get any better. Um, and obviously losing Kawhi for the season. Oh, I don't know if it's for this season, but – um, that's well, uh, pretty much, pretty much. Pretty surgery, much yeah. so he's gonna be out for most of the season. Yeah, and I don't even know what would be the point of coming back after just rest. Honestly, unless yeah. you're really in a good position in the playoffs, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. Doubt. There'll be like a, a five seed or something. Five, six, seven. Yeah. Any other teams you guys thought got worse? Got worse. The Spurs. Um, oh, disperse that <laughs> uh, um, Collins for 20 yeah. million. I was talking about this with Omar. I was talking about this with Omar Lexon, and he got 22 mil. And they also, years, took, yeah. they also got uh, Doug McDermott Look. on uh, what's his exact contract? Y'all know? I, I think it's like three know. years. Let's see the exact value. I just know that Collins just paid 22, $22 million too much. Yep. <laughs> He's been out how long, Lexon? A year? Three year, $42 million for Doug McDermott. Jesus. They barely played last year. Yeah, and then they got they got He's not Forbes, good. Like, McDermott is better than Forbes, but by how much? You know what I mean? So, right. um, you got Thaddeus Young, though. You know, them losing I mean, they, Rosen. they lost the Rosen for Thad Young, though, I mean. Yeah. Yes. My early prediction, though. That's, I think that's a little downgrade. I think the so that's definitely a downgrade, but wasn't DeRozan a free agent? Uh, yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, so they decided to trade him. So I mean, that's yeah. good value to gain back. I mean, yeah, because DeRozan going to definitely be somebody in the trade market, like at the trade deadline next year. That's like a highly like touted, and I'm like a lot of people will try to trade for him. 
Right. But they definitely got rest. They lost Patty Mills. They lost Trey Lyles. Really Young's gone, though. I'm going to say that. Oh, yeah, they lost Patty Mills. They got definitely significantly worse, but... They the Rosen trade, you can't. I, I thought that was a good trade. You weren't gonna, you're gonna get nothing for him, or at least get something back. So, yeah, he wasn't coming back. And yeah, that's the only good, a, he's a great pickup. That's the only good pickup or the, the move that they did. Like, McDermott is a good pickup, but for the price that they got him for, maybe a bit, a bit too much, right? That's but, that's my thing. Yeah, he's a good player, the, but wait, he, he doesn't fit their timeline, right? They, well, they, like, he's. Like, that's a player that should be on like a contending team. Like the Spurs might be one of the like one of the worst teams in the league next next year. Not might. They will. Probably future site. Maybe I mean, like at the trade deadline, these guys will be pretty good trade pieces. I think if they want to. Right. Really. I think the Magic and Spurs will be the bottom two teams this year. Honestly. I think the and the Thunder will be bad as well. In a position with a lot of young players where they can improve in a few years, the Spurs. I don't know. I mean, they have Dejounte Murray, but. I mean, the Spurs have some like underrated like young pieces. They have Kel- Keldon Johnson and Jonte Murray are, are are both pretty damn good. Yeah, they have Derek yeah. White. You have um, Lonnie Walker Jr. You have Devin Vassell. Like yeah, they have a solid young team, but what they did uh, what they did in this offseason didn't right help. specifically in this offseason. Yeah, didn't do anything. Well, the magic say, yeah. the magic I would say are in a good position to improve as the years go by. Mm-hmm. Right. I will yeah, say I mean, though they got ten lottery picks. I will say though if we are doing a um, uh, award prediction show, I would say Dejounte Murray is my MIP candidate. Um, I, yeah, we'll get to yeah. that eventually. But I mean, yeah, we'll get to that. Now. But um, you know, he's not picked. He's not really picked right now. No, yeah. The Atlanta Hawks, I mean, I don't think anybody. I, that's one of the teams where I had nothing to say on. They didn't really get worse. They just resigned their guys pretty much. I mean, they got Dylan right. They're young and Gorgie Dane, but that's about they're it. They really so just young that they're gonna be better next year. They overall got better because their draft. What they got? Um, yeah, but, I mean, the, the draft Three doesn't count as the offseason, I guess. Like as the uh, yeah, as the, right. uh, not including the draft. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't get worse, but they didn't. No, they didn't. Like, they just were nothing like a wash. Like they like yeah. they didn't think crazy yeah. good and which might be a good thing because they just made the conference finals. So you know. No need to unnecessarily. They also extended the GOAT center, Clint Capella, Clint Chamberlain. (laughs) How long until Onyeka plays? He's gone until January, so I don't know. I think he's gone until January with this. Yeah, but how long long do you think they'll hold on to Capella? Um, And Joe, they just resigned him for like three years or something? Two years. Right. uh, That's what I'm just seeing, though. Two year extension. Because yeah. I think Onyeka has the ceiling of being a starting center in this league. I really like him. I think he's the best center in the draft. Honestly, I mean, they could also life. use him to maybe. I mean, he's since he's so young and talented, they could use him to trade maybe yeah. for a win now. And they have off. a and they have a Kongwu, so they were wondering like that's why I know a Hawks fan that was saying maybe they would, you know, because tra- Capella's trade value is probably pretty good right now. So you could also get something from him, and it's not like I he's know. bad. I don't think they need to trade him, but. I don't know. I think they're in a fine spot. If they, and they still can trade Capella eventually mm-hmm. if they want. So they could buy twenty-two million. <laughs> you want him for twenty-two million a year? Capella, dude, I would take Capella on the Blazers. He's a great. I mean, but I'm talking about for the Rockets, a young team that really isn't going anywhere. But I was joking when I said that. But yeah. all right, I, I, I mean, I, I thought maybe the love for Capella was just that. Like, like, Christian, bro, whatever, I would take bro. The Blazers, Capella. All right, yeah, you know, I, I want that, but it's not gonna happen. Who cares? <laughs> that would be a good move to try to keep Dame. 
Hey, yo, trade him for the Knicks. Capella's defensive impact would help y'all so much. That would literally change us around completely because we automatically would be at least an average defensive team with a center like that. Yeah, I agree. For sure. I mean, what, what other teams had, like, I mean, Practicing. Mavericks, I guess. Dallas Mavericks, they had a pretty – they did get Moses Brown, but other than that, I don't see – they didn't do too much to really bolster their roster. They traded there. Josh Richardson. That's a plus. Rizzy Bullock is very good pick Josh Richardson. They so tra- he, he went to the Celtics for like nothing. Wasn't it like cash considerations or something? Yeah, he's cheeks. He's awful. I mean, less. I mean, he's there's possible, but yeah. you just Bro. gotta use him right, like how the. Yeah, did. I mean, yeah, I, I don't I think mean, he's, the only he's that, good. Like, three years I mean, ago. I mean, I'm gonna tell you. I watched him for an entire season when he was on the Sixers, and let me tell you this right now: the only right way to use him is giving him the ball. Like, he cannot shoot off a catch. He's not, like, some insane cutter. He's a player who needs the ball to thrive, really. And if you run your offense through Josh Richardson, you're not going to win a lot of games. That's why yeah, he was – Joel. <laughs> what you say, Lexton? I said, especially when you have Joel Embiid, you don't want to give Josh Richardson the ball to run the offense through. I mean, that's I mean, what Brett Brown did in the playoffs. They yeah, don't want I mean, to – yeah. Now he's – thank God. Yeah. They'll give it to yeah, uh, we, Ben Simmons. Are we talking instead. about winners or what are we doing? Uh, no, no. Right now, I'm just going through teams that I thought either didn't. Yeah, we're just going for. through. Oh, one team I actually haven't. Um, I really did not like their offseason was the Pelicans. What? I love yeah, their offseason. I thought they had one of the better ones. I though. think they're in the middle, honestly. Uh, yeah, I think they're losing Lonzo. Really? I don't know about that. I mean, okay, why, why do you think they had a bad offseason? I think losing Lonzo Ball and replacing with Dante, Devontae Graham is a downgrade. That's a downgrade. I definitely think that was a downgrade. I think getting Valanchunas, although is better than Steven Adams, doesn't help don't their necessarily know how he works defensively on an already pretty bad defensive team. They got worse defensively. They got better offensively, but they got worse defensively. Right, but it's a so slight he's, off. He's a, he's a paint beast. He's going to clog the paint for Zion. That's true. They help the spacing, so Zion will have an easier time scoring or might not have to score. He'll be, more, he'll be even more efficient this year. Found the I mean, Pelicans. They, they didn't um, add any like crazy. Sh- I mean, Vanish- I know a lot of people talk like Vanishunis is going to help the spacing. He only attempts 0.93 points per game. He's still very much so back to a basket player than yeah. a three point shooter. I, I, he's still, I mean, if you're going to have a guy who's going to clog the paint, why not have a very good one in Jonas Valanciunas? That, that is would true. Put, would y'all put Devontae Graham off the bench? What? Why would he come would off the bench? Devontae Graham starting putting Bro, who, point what guard? other point guards do they have on that team? Yeah. I like Kyra Lewis, bro. I don't know if y'all yeah, watch Kyra right. Lewis. I mean, but they're not going to start him over Devontae Graham. Yeah. They're paying him good money. I know, but him. that's a thought, though, right? Because I really like Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Yeah, I think he's a... Uh, if you're playing my league or something, they ain't doing that. <laughs> if, really I think you, if, if you think about the Pelicans where you have Zion, who's a generational talent, they're not really in a good position for to be contending in a few years, especially when you look at the rest of the league. So maybe it's kind of another situation where you look at how good how good was their offseason really? Because you have Zion, you want, and he's a star already. You kind of want to just start winning as soon as you can. Well, especially since right. the, and obviously I don't know if they're true or not because it was from the athletic, and he's already unhappy with the Pelicans. Losing Alonzo Ball probably isn't the smartest thing to do, and 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 make him a, even more upset than he probably is. They, they should have traded Lonzo when they had the chance because they lost him for nothing. Yeah. I mean, they got him for Thomas no, Sadarasky. They got Thomas Sadarasky. I, <laughs> <laughs> I said nothing. Ben Warmer. 
Nah. But I think the Pelicans are in the middle, honestly. Like, I, I like the Valenciennes oh, yeah. move. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. And I even like the Graham move. I mean, I know the point guard, but you, you got to look for each move for what it was. I mean, I guess was it wasn't a part of a three-team deal for Graham. So if you're going to lose Lonzo anyway, to get back Graham, I think, is a pretty solid thing. That, that front court of Zion and Valanciunas is going to be crazy on offense. And Ingram, because so. isn't Ingram a part of the and, and Ingram, Bro, watch out for Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I talked oh, about Jaron Jackson Jared. as an MIP. Nikhil is up there, too. I really Man, like his game. You he's think an MIP candidate on every team. Help him. <laughs> he just got, he's got his, I mean, he's going to get it right, though. If he gets MIP candidate from every team, Izod, Azad. No, but I'm talking about right. candidates, though. I'm not talking about, I, I said DeJounte is my prediction. favorite. All right. That's, that's right. I said Nikhil is going to be, like, top three, in my opinion, in MIP. Because when they gave him the start, mm-hmm. he averaged, like, 19 points on, like, 47% shooting. So, um. I think it'll be really good for them. All right. I think now we can move on to team. I mean, unless any of you guys had any teams that you guys thought were. Uh, yeah. Or... Now we, we got to move on to the thing that I feel like everybody kind of wants to talk about. I mean, yes. go ahead. I mean, what is that right team? Now? Why not go what ahead? Team and what team are you talking The 76ers? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, I mean, with the Ben Simmons stuff going on, can we really even rate their offseason? It's not like they did anything. No, I'm saying I mean, we got Drummond. Rate the offseason. We can just talk about it. I mean, you we got can, Andrew we, Drummond. Uh, Drummond? And Niang is a good shooter, though. Niang is a good shooter. At least there's that. Drummond's a better shooter than Cat. That's what you're saying? I never, that never came out of my mouth. I didn't even yeah, say I the word Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> I'm just saying, you guys got Drummond. I mean, talk about it. Go True. ahead. I mean, that, honestly, that makes us a finals contender, in my opinion. All right, oh you guys oh, you are Philadelphia are. fans. Philadelphia fans are hallucinating a little bit. I can't blame them. Hey, man. Bro, when Ben Simmons started, like, holding out when he's, like, the main problem for us losing, I don't know. Niang, I, I, mean, I mean, I really like Niang, though. If we're being honest, and we actually look at the moves they did. Uh, with Utah, he was he was really good at – he literally – he spaces out the floor and shoots. Oh, yeah, Niang, Niang was a good signing, especially for the amount we paid him. It was, what, like, three, four million? Not much, yeah, to get him. Yeah, no, that was a good signing. He can be a backup for He's better than Mike Scott. And if you talk to any Philadelphia fan, they hate Mike Scott last season with a passion, bro. He just did not do anything on the court. Yeah, he used to be really good with uh, with the Wizards when we had him. He's just a good shooter. But, uh, yeah, he, he uh, falls no, off. Literally, for us last season, he would just get the ball, takes, take a sidestep contested three and air ball, like half the time. Consistent two for eight shootings every night. I mean, with the whole Ben Simmons stuff, though, it's gonna have to come to an end soon. Because today, the athletic article—I don't know if you guys got to see it—the the thought around the league is that the longer they wait to get this done in Philadelphia, is the more of a negative it is. So the longer they hold until training camp, which is September twenty-eighth, right? If I'm correct. Wow, I can't wait, bro. I, can't I don't know wait. what the training camp date is exactly, but it's it is September. Sometimes September. The longer oh, Joey, they wait. Oh, Yo, go ahead, Omar. The longer they wait to to trade. The article that came out today, the longer they wait to trade, the more negative it is for when it comes to his trade value. So we're assuming the league decided to believe that they should trade him pretty, relatively pretty soon because there's only like a couple weeks left of what training camp. So, I mean, what would be, I don't know what, what would be a good trade package that they would get really at this point in time because the Warriors are out on him, the Kings are out on him. I mean, only you're only getting a conversation from the Raptors and the Timberwolves, and it's like, wasn't yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Wasn't there like a rumor that like Tyrese Max actually could also be traded because of like nah, nah. that was cleared up. That was, that was, that was cleared up today. Cat. Or was that cleared that up? Yeah. 
That was crazy. Right. They said Tyrese yeah. Maxey yeah. should stay in Philadelphia. Bro, those I, reports I mean, by Jason. Bro, the, the reports I mean, were like... What's the hate on Rich Paul? I mean, he's doing his job. I'm not gonna I mean, get yeah, but like everybody just when, when I heard when I heard that rumor that he was like not he's letting a self he's a self made yeah like he literally bro. came and I was like what you got the best I was like what you like what's the problem here why are you including Maxi like what apparently he didn't even do it apparently that was not even right yeah no that was all caps so I got mad at Rich Paul for nothing what would you say that's another what? day. That's another day. All right, we'll get off of the Rich Completely Paul conversation. Different topic. I mean, it's like he is like very powerful, Rich Paul. Like he does decide on a lot of things. I mean, you don't want to get yeah. Rich Paul angry, and then all of a sudden, all of Rich Paul's <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has all the power because he has all those like big like names, which is good. That's what you want. If you if I'm gonna sign with the age, I want him to have like the power to move things. You know what I mean? I mean, that's to but like you, you could argue that Rich Paul's not even like that good of an agent. But the for fact smaller that he, players, maybe, but for like Ben Simmons, he's perfect. He doesn't have to be a good agent at, at a certain point. Exactly. You know I mean? At this point in time, I mean, his name itself is it probably makes front office members a little scared. When the they the only thing I'm really mad at Rich Paul for doing is in 2019 with the, oh, the whole yeah. well thing. Mans did not even like respond to the Sixers. The Sixers were reaching out, trying to sign Noel. And the Rockets. Return our and call. the Rockets. Who? And the Rockets, we wouldn't have had fucking six five PJ Tucker playing. I, mean, I would rather have That's six five cool. PJ Tucker over Al Horford. I mean, you guys have an Embiid. They didn't have no center. No, what I'm saying is, no, what All I'm right. saying is, because we didn't sign Noel, we signed Al Horford. True. I mean, then which I, I guess I, I see mean, which wasn't it didn't work out to say the least. Yeah. But yeah, either way, I mean, any I trade packages you guys see for Ben Simmons before we move on from the 76ers, realistic, that's going to happen anytime soon or any thoughts? You on said the Warriors were out? On? On Warriors are out. There was, it was actually, it was just reported that they, it was actually never even a serious discussion. After Daryl Morey yeah. asked, what was it, like Wiggins, Wiseman, and like a bunch of stuff, the Warriors never like, responded after that. I feel like if he gets traded, it'll probably be to the Timberwolves. Yeah, and that's what I was about what, to say. What are you getting back? That's yeah. the question. Um... D'Angelo Russell, if, probably. If I, if I could ask for something, I'd want like a D'Lo, Beasley, and Picks type of package. But if I'm being realistic, they're not going to try to trade D'Lo. So maybe you're talking about like a Beasley, McDaniels, and like a lot of Picks package. Yeah, Beverly, Prince, one of those guys, plus like two, three. Well, I'll take Beverly. Beverly's, Beverly's nice. I'll take yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Or you could get Prince. I mean, he's 6'8". Nah, y'all can keep him. Y'all can keep The Timberwolves will gladly keep him. I mean... Bro, you was you was so heated when y'all traded. I was Rubio. upset that Rubio got traded because I felt that Rubio is more of a bigger trade piece than Princess. That's that's why I was upset. It wasn't because of Encore. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, what does Prince even do? He's a he's he's six eight. He has switchability on defense hey. as a wing, and he shoots. Bro, is, is, he what occasionally what has good. One of those dudes who's like a scorer who can't score. He Torian Prince well, is a good I mean, man in my books. Yeah, yeah, he's very <laughs> good for what the Timberwolves why? want. Uh, because we indirectly got Kevin Porter Jr. because of him, but he's a he's a great man in my books. I mean, honestly, Port Prince is a whole locker room thing. I'm gonna be honest with you. Well, I mean, then automatically right. we should transition to the Timberwolves because we naturally transition over to them. They sure. traded Rick Rubio and they got Prince in a second round pick, and they also traded Juancho and and Culver for Pat Beverly. That's all they've done so far this summer, unless you count their undrafted signings, which technically counts as off season, but I don't count it because it has to do with draft stuff. So, Omar, uh, yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah, what is that? Are you mad or are you um, 
content with the fact that they're essentially banking on D'Angelo Russell being healthy, Anthony Edwards taking another step. Well, that's um, Edwards to to go forward with the team because you guys didn't make any major moves, right? No, I mean, I I'm happy right now with the offseason. We I okay. thought the Beverly trade was one of the better ones in the league. I mean, we yeah, got off I two like guys that. who are never gonna play. Prince, I dislike the trade because it's like Ricky Rubio was on. Prince is also on expiring. Let me make that clear. But Ricky Rubio is on expiring. But I feel like more teams come during the trade than I want a point guard that could facilitate and play defense during playoff time. I feel I like think, Rubio is more valuable. I feel like come, I think the I trade. think the move was like strictly financial, like just to get like cal salary cap off the. Board. I think it was really like maybe Rosa saw like the 76ers wanted some they don't want Rubio or something and decided. Now there was that Atlanta source. I don't, I don't know if that's true or not, and I don't want to. Nah, no, nah, I don't think that's true. That had to be, that had to be fake because there's no way Culver, Rubio, and Picks are considered the best offer. Yeah, that was, that's, that's probably cap. Yeah, that was there's cap. no way that's considered a good offer. But I would say that the Timberwolves offseason, like they've done nothing. I, I mean, they. I would say they had a pretty poor offseason because they haven't signed Vanderbilt yet. They haven't resigned him. Uh, they and they need a power forward. They don't have a power forward on the roster right now that can that's NBA level. If I'm being honest, I'm trying to think. They don't. They don't have it. Wait, do they not sign McDaniel's? McDaniel's is, uh, is better as the small forward. They haven't. McDaniel's I mean, is on like, the roster. He's a rookie. But I mean, he's like, yeah. he's gonna have to start at like power forward because Ble- he cause... had. He's he, the thing is, he did start at power forward, but him and Cat were so poor playing together on defense at power forward that it, I, that's not an experiment you want to continue. So they they need an actual power forward. Or at least Vanderbilt, because Vanderbilt ben is, is one of the better defenders. How long? How long have ben, y'all been searching for that four band? Like y'all two had years now. It's crazy. They 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 wanted Larry Nance for some reason. They didn't trade for him, bro. Uh, oh, they wanted Derrick Jones Jr. Wait, they, Omar, Omar, yeah. Omar. Has the best power forward y'all had since KG? Has it been Taj Gibson? I don't Kevin forget Dario Saric, man. Who? Kevin Love. Kevin Love. Okay. Oh, 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 Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. My fault. Ever since y'all had Cat, is Taj Gibson the best power forward y'all had? 100%. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. that's tough. Taj Gibson was, was, is one of my favorite players in the NBA. No doubt. I, I'll never forget him defending with the shoe and stripping Jokic at the end of the game. Anyway, that's an, another conversation. But <laughs> the, the Timberwolves have not been in, in any, any trade talks for power forwards for some reason other than Ben Simmons. So unless. Rosas and you know him and more have been working together for 15 years. Unless he has confidence, utter confidence that he can trade for Ben Simmons, I don't know why you wouldn't try and trade for these other power forwards on the market. Maybe he decided he wants to keep his assets yeah, anyway. On. You gotta, I don't know why they're not resigning Vanderbilt. I, I don't know what they're waiting for. I think they're just banking on them being healthy. And I like that too. I don't mind that. If they're healthy, they yeah. can be a good team. But we need Vanderbilt. If I were to give y'all a prediction for the Timberwolves this year, I'd probably put them in like an eight or nine seed. Yeah. Play. If they don't get Ben Simmons. I agree. If they, I agree. Do, if they do somehow get Ben Simmons, then we'll, we'll see. If they get Ben Simmons, they're probably like a five or six seed. Yeah. Um, it depends. If they trade dealer or keep dealer, that's that's the amount the amount of hate Ben Simmons gets. Is like crazy, and I'm I'm I literally genuinely hate on Ben probably more than any of y'all do. But if Ben Simmons were to go to the Timberwolves, he gives y'all a playmaker, a slasher, someone he Not wants to be, and like Ooh. a defender who can really help out Cat. He really raises the right more of this team. Right. I don't know about feeling, and he needs to play that power forward. 
Oh yeah, but I, he can definitely play that power forward. Doc Rivers at some points this all this season played him at center, and he actually did it like solid. And so there's I, a difference between Joel Embiid spacing and Carl Anthony Towns spacing. Cat is arguably the the best shooting big man we've ever seen. I think we can agree on that, right? I don't think it's arguable, to be honest. But yeah, That's yeah, yeah. It's I think, not, it's I not think the only real debate is if you want to put like Dirk in there, power forward. But like that's a big, he's still a big. Though. I mean, Dirk. Even if you look at it, Dirk never attempted anything near Cat's three point. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. Obviously. But I'm so saying, yeah, I think if you were at least like trying to like make a discussion, it's like Dirk and like maybe Kevin Love. Maybe. 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 But Kevin Love really wasn't really shooting that. Really that uh, true. I would say though, it's yeah, a it's like a, a career different... 37, 38 percent three point shooter. Kevin Love. Yeah. I don't I have no clue, but I don't. I know his earlier years, he wasn't really yeah, known for shooting. The fact that Towns is seven foot, shooting forty percent on a decent volume, is something we've not seen from a center. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. It's a, um, yeah, I'm on basketball. It's a different dynamic. He shoots thirty-seven percent from three. So Kevin Love's a career thirty-seven percent three-point shooter on about four and a half attempts. Yeah, yeah, that's, so that's he's not, good. He's not bad. That is good, but like, let, let's check. Cash was thirty nine percent in his career from three, which is insane. By the way, Dang, I mean his best season was yeah. last year. He didn't shoot as good. About four attempts a game. The season before this one, he shot forty one percent on seven attempts. This year, he didn't shoot as. And good. I give him a on eight attempts. attempts. That's eight crazy. That, that really so was bad. Crazy. Oddly, so, though, that was also his worst free throw percentage. I don't know how that works. He didn't shoot good from the free throw line last year. He's a, he's a yeah. better shooter than he showed this past year. 100%. This past he, year, I, he, he was dealing with a lot. He, he was playing with a dislocated wrist all year. Yeah, so. that too. And, and his, and his freaking spacing. Life. And the COVID. He, yeah, did he, he, got, he got COVID for three weeks. He's going to be way better. Like, he, so he, he said what? Lexi, you said end the spacing. Yeah, they have terrible. They had terrible spacing this past yeah, season. Yeah, the worst, bro. Yeah. I remember one game that it really reminds me of is that Sixers um, Wolves game when yeah. Cat. How much did the Cat drop? Thirty nine points. He dropped thirty nine points. He completely outplayed Embiid, and I say this as like Embiid being one of my favorite players. He completely and utterly outplayed Embiid, but he had zero type of help. No, no, Anthony Edwards lit it up in the third quarter. But other than that, it wasn't. It was that was it. That was it. That yeah. was. He's a very underrated playmaker too. So big man. Yeah, for sure. If Cat got like a legitimate like team built for him, not just talent, because like they have some talent now. If he had like a team built perfectly to like, you know, make him at his best, that team could be like. I don't know if I would say championship because it's so hard to say about like big men championships, but that team's at least a contender for sure. Yeah. And yeah. that's probably top 10 player with the right. We'll see if they could get Ben Simmons. I really think if they could keep D'Lo, which I don't think that's going to ever happen. I, don't, I really don't see Ben coming to Minnesota, but if they do somehow get him and keep D'Lo, I think they, in, a, in like a year, they may compete because no one's beating Brooklyn, I don't think. But in a year, once Brooklyn breaks apart, I think maybe they have a chance. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, let's move on to. I mean, any other team you guys thought was notable that was didn't do anything? I got or... a team. Uh, I'm gonna go. Oh, my I got Wizards. a team too. The was Wizards. It? All right, then we'll get to Felicity. I want to talk about my Wizards. All right. Um, all right, yeah, let's let's let's. I really, I really like that offseason. season. Um, I think 
first of all, we got rid of Scott Brooks, which was um, arguably the worst coach in the NBA. Not arguably, he's the worst coach. No, I'm joking. Him I mean, or... I mean, you saw that graph I sent you. I mean, they're, they're really good at a timeouts. At a timeout place. <laughs> <laughs> those are like the worst, but though. He, him, if Ryan Saunders counts him as well. Terry Scott. I mean, listen, man. There. Ryan Saunders... I, I love the Sanders, but yeah. bro, Omar, Omar, I still remember when when y'all signed Ryan Ryan Sanders, how like hyped you were. You're like, oh, he's gonna be so much better. I was so happy. I was so happy. You don't understand. I was so excited to, to see a Sander coach the Timberwolves again. And yeah. um, it but was yeah, unfair so... to him, though. It's not like the team he had was good. So. True. Who are you talking about? The Ryan Sanders. Saunders. Ryan Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, getting rid of him was a W. Uh, I really like Wes Unsell Jr. I think that. Everything he said about getting Denny the ball more, um, cutting down on on Brad's uh, pull up threes because he doesn't have a good percentage from that. Um, I really liked him as a coach. He was like the big reason why the Nuggets have been a a good defensive team the last few years. So I I love that coaching hire, and also I mean the the Westbrook deal. I like what we got. Um, Darrow Kuzma. Uh, KCP, good addition, and then we got a first round pick, which we traded for uh, Aaron Holiday. So he's a he's an eye backup point guard. But the thing with the Wizards is that they got depth, and the Wizards they got a lot group. better. They actually they did get better this year. I like their yeah. I like their I like their offseason. As much as I like Westbrook, trading away Westbrook actually made them better. You lose yeah. trades. I always believe if you lose a superstar, you lose a trade. But beyond just they because they got Spencer Dinwiddie back from the same trade, they got KCP, they got Harold. They got Kyle Kuzma, Aaron Hot. They had a magnificent offseason. They got uh, yeah. obviously the trade within and of itself. You don't win losing a player like Russell. I, I I have a question though. Which center, like which two centers are gonna get minutes? Because they let Lopez go, obviously, but they yeah. have Thomas Bryant, they have Daniel Gafford, and they have Montrez Harold. Well, yeah. Thomas Bryant's out for a couple months, I think. So it's gonna be oh, Gafford. Right. It's gonna be Gafford and Harold. And then when he comes back, honestly, I don't know. I really, uh, I, I, really, I don't know how, because especially with the new coach, you don't know what he runs, right? You don't know yeah. who he likes. Bradley Bill is staying, um, right? I just want to like, that, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I really so, like Daniel Gafford, though. He, I, man, he's that's really good. Tommy Shepard's best move as a GM, getting Daniel Gafford. Um, he has so much potential um, as a shot blocker, as a rim runner. Um, I think Spencer Dinwiddie and him will have a really good connection because, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Westbrook's a really good uh, interior uh, big man passer, but so is Spencer Dinwiddie. Him and Jared Allen, I think, were a top five lob threat team, uh, duo or something like that. I saw it some somewhere on Twitter, but uh, I think him and Gafford will definitely have a good connection. But it's really the depth thing with the Wizards. It's like they've never had this much depth in mm-hmm. a long time, you know, it's always been just two players, either Westbrook or Bradley Beal or John Wall and Bradley Beal, and then just a bunch of mediocre players. Um, so getting this depth and getting a new coaching staff, it's like a, uh, it's a new, I guess, era for, for DC basketball. And I'm with it, honestly. I like Dinwiddie um, as, a, as a player, hopefully. You know, his, his shoe numbers weren't great his last healthy season with Brooklyn, but uh, hopefully they get better. Uh, and I think the big thing is just the coaching staff uh, changes. That's just for me personally. That's just the big change we made. So yeah, yeah I'm I would sure say excited got, about that. I mean, yeah, we've been talking about that all year. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right, Philly. So what was your team that you were? Did you want? To... Uh, well, you could probably guess what it is. 
The Rockets. Uh, yeah, the Rockets. Uh, I really liked our offseason. You know, obviously, you know, all the young guys that we got in the draft, Jaden Green, Singu, and all that. You know, we signed Daniel Feist. Uh, I kind of don't like the length of the contract that we gave him, but, you know, he's a solid big man. He's uh, very physical, which we kind of need because Christian Wood is kind of a uh, – well, I don't want to say soft, but you know what I'm trying to say. Right, like he's and, not uh, your – yeah. Yeah, I don't really like him at the five whatsoever. So, hopefully he's playing power forward this year. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that now with, like this – is, this is funny because I was, like, really, like – I wanted John Wall to be traded like badly this season, but now that I look into it, like with Eric Gordon being back, Wood being healthy, I think he won't have to score as much. So I think it could be more efficient and just focus on playmaking. Now that we we've added uh, Jalen Green as well, so we have another scoring threat. I think John Wall can have a good season. Y'all think Jalen Green will play the three with John Wall at point? Yeah, he probably is. Bro, yeah. John Wall's still on that roster. He's making forty mil a year. He's not coming off the bench. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you're gonna have three guards, kind of like OKC did a couple years back. Uh, yeah, we'll be fun team to watch. It won't be very good, but it'll be fun to watch. I mean, you're a young team. Why not have some fun and test uh, things out? Right. I, mean, yeah, I personally didn't think. Got, yeah. I don't really think we're like too fussed about right. being good right away. We're just trying to see what these young guys can do. We talked about that in the that. podcast. That there's not really anything. It can come out of this season for the Rockets other than, like, injuries. Like, this is, like, a year to improve, you know, not unless win. Unless, like, improve. yeah, unless, like, all their rookies are all-NBA MVP level and they just wrecked the league or something. <laughs> odds are slim, but. Very unlikely. <laughs> yeah, odds are slim, but, yeah, you never know. You, you never want to take a team out this Listen, early. But... I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what happens uh, with the backup shooting guard spot because obviously we took uh, Josh Christopher, which I don't think he'll play right away because Eric Gordon is still a thing. But I think Eric Gordon could get traded like at the deadline for like a team that needs like a, a scoring threat, like a floor spacer. But I don't really know realistically what his value will be anyways. Probably wouldn't be too much anyways. Probably like some second round. Police, I got a question, bro. Would you run yeah. Jay Sean Tate um, with Christian Wood at center or would you put Daniel Tice in Christian Wood. Daniel Tice has to play center. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not. Right. We now that PJ Tucker is gone, the the undersized power forward legacy is, is gone. I thought the one. Yeah. It was a fun time though. Yeah, fun times. The small ball rockets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I miss it already, but yeah, they fed I think me it's enough of small three. ball. Yeah. I yeah, I like the, the draft. I think they won the draft, yeah. honestly. Yeah, they uh, had a magnificent draft, which we talked about. But yeah, they, uh, yeah. outside of their like, outside of the draft specifically, they're uh, losing Kelly Olynyk. Obviously, they didn't probably want to pay him all that money. But, I mean, that's obviously a big blow. Uh, Daniel Tice, you already discussed him. I think that was a good move. But yeah. losing Kelly Olynyk was the only thing I look at as a negative of their offseason, To be honest, that's about yeah. it. Also, one yeah. thing I'm interested on is like the final thing I'll say, like uh, uh, Uzman Kaliba. I think he'll probably get like sent out to the G League or something to develop his offense because he's a really good defender. But like that offense is just ooh, is that you guys got so. Cake, uh, Porter Jr., Christian Woods, Jalen Green, John Wall can bring you offense. I mean, do you need? Do you really need someone that? You know, the thing is, as well, we have Kenyon Martin Jr., so I don't really see realistically the minutes that Garuba will True. actually get. So it's just better to let him play where he's going to be more focused on in the G League. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, they'll be a fun team to watch for sure. Yeah, as for KPJ, Green, John Wall, Christian Wood, like they'll be a fun team to watch for yeah. sure. For sure. I mean, Indiana and the Knicks really didn't do any, and I said the Knicks. Indiana, I do like the Knicks Thunder, off season. Didn't do anything. I actually like the Knicks off season. Yeah, the Knicks were good, but I, I mistaken them for the. I actually said. Uh, Knicks instead of Thunder. The Thunder and the Pacers, I just want to get it off the board before their fans come and say, why do you guys discuss us? They really didn't do anything beyond like uh, getting their favors. And then the Pacers got Tory Craig. So there wasn't much going on they in their extended, offseason to say they didn't. They extended Shea, which was a W, but... True, I mean, but that was expected, right? Well, we yeah, I have one quick question. Who yeah. in the hell is the uh, Thunder center right now? I'm going to answer that question. Derek Favors? Yeah. Oh my God! They could have had a, they could have had Sengun for four seasons, but nah. Right, you want to? Sam Presti wants to be a fucking thick virgin. <laughs> hey, I mean, at this point, they gotta keep. They, they're trying to probably break a record in how many picks they could have. Bro, what you mean? Poku gonna run center, bro? What you mean? Poku can't run center. Have you seen him? He's, he's a point. He's bro, a he needs to, eat, he needs to eat some steaks. Bro, even then, like. Most of the people I know, it's but crazy. that's what makes him skilled, though. Like he's, he's supposed to be like a seven foot borderline anorexic, literally more skilled than that. <laughs> seven foot. I mean, come on, Ben Simmons, you just let leave the guy in peace, man. I can't, man. Let him rock. I can't. Let him be traded in peace. Uh, if he wants He'll to be, be traded in peace, I'll let him be traded in peace. Yeah, you guys can have Michael uh, Malik Beasley. Fine. Honestly, I'll take a criminal over Ben Simmons. Honestly, uh, he's not a criminal, right? He's just one. (laughs) He's in jail. Let's forget about that. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. (laughs) Uh, uh, He never went to jail. All right, guys. He's just chilling this summer. Yeah. But did you imagine didn't do anything? He did. Yeah, I like the Knicks. Let's 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 talk about the Knicks real quick. Yeah. I thought they had a good offseason. Like Hamba Walker. You got I mean, Reggie Bullock sucked really other than shooter. that. I mean, I mean, they replaced Reggie Bullock kind of with Evan Fournier. True. I mean, but do you want to pay Fournier that much money? Uh, probably not. But if you look at uh, against the Hawks, like some of their biggest weaknesses is like the lack of shooting. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, getting Fournier, he's going to be a really good floor spacer for that team with uh, Randall, Barrett. Walker was a great thing that I'm interested in seeing is uh, how Kemba will play for them. Because he looks, he, he looks kind of motivated to, you know, prove himself again in the league. So mm-hmm. we'll see what he does. Yeah, I really like their offseason, though, because they didn't really lose any key defensive players. They re-signed Nerlens Noel, um, and they just added offense to their uh, team that lacks offense. I mean, Derrick Rose was their best player in the playoffs like no disrespect to D Rose is one of my guys but I mean <laughs> Julius Randle not showing up we, I mean he was consistent throughout the season but uh his playoff play was obviously uh a concern yeah. but they're not a yeah, great offense team. Take shots that he can't make but I think he's working yeah he's always that yeah you know, he's that. That. I saw there was multiple videos See, you saw that video right working on those exact shots he missed that so. right wing or something that fatal shot he always yeah because in a regular season in a regular season most of the shots he was taking were middle where he would like dribble drive and then shoot like that mid range in like middle but with the Hawks yeah. they like sat on his left shoulder and forced him right kind of like yeah. what they did kind of what like what teams did early on with Harden when he was like a little younger. 
they would just sit on his shoulder and just like, you know, force him into a shot he didn't want to take. So that's what they kind of did with Julius in a playoff. So Julius can start knocking that down. So you're saying it's time for Julius Randle to develop a double step back? Um, but I mean, I mean, if, if Randall keeps developing, you still got Kemba and D Rose, which is a, probably one of the best, if not the best point guard duo in the league. Right. Um, Evan Fournier is a solid secondary scorer. You got RJ Barrett still. I mean, yeah, this, team, this team got a lot better. This team got I like a lot. Mitchell Robinson getting healthy. Uh, yeah. 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 But also, you're also, not high on Mitchell Robinson, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really, to be honest. Really? I think okay. they should have traded him. Personally, yeah, me name. too. But right, they didn't I, feel like they, I feel like they could do with like a fourth person center, <clears throat> Miles Turner. But yeah, that's with me. Miles Turner would be perfect on so many teams. It's crazy. <laughs> like uh, yeah. like he'd be perfect on the Pelicans. He'd be perfect on uh, the Blazers. He's one of those players that fits everyone. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yep. I mean, I want to go through the Warriors. Really, they signed the elites of Iguodala Port. Guys that are going to spread the floor. Uh, I like the auto Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's yeah. They added a lot of depth. Yeah, they did. Uh, they're going to need it. Which is interesting yeah. because uh, you know they lost. They lost Kelly Oubre and stuff like that. So with the two drastics that they made, I think they're going to force those rookies to like earn every minute that they get. Which is which is a good thing. Healthy competition is always a good thing. Uh, sports. Yeah, yeah. And with Clay, you know, not being like physically there for like the last like two years, you gotta you gotta have some insurance behind them. Yeah, yeah. They had a solid off season for the money they had, and yeah, and they, they signed, signed Steph, to so. the minimum, right? Yeah. Although I'm gonna be real, I thought they should have traded for uh, they should have traded the two picks for a star. Yeah, I agreed with that. Yeah, yeah. There they probably was nothing honestly, available though. I really wanted them to get Bill. Yep, yeah, I've been saying this. Before, uh, I was, <laughs> was anti Wiseman. Is that uh, you not rocking with that? Uh, that that Kuminga Wiseman pull for Bill trade? You not I, rocking? No, Moody. I don't want Wiseman, bro. Like our centers are like I would like Gafford, bro. Like, nah, nah, y'all Wiseman. can y'all can include Gafford in the trade. What you mean? Oh, nah, bro. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not high on James Wiseman, to be honest. But I guess you gotta give him a chance. Beal, I mean, he's been injured. You gotta give him a little bit. Yeah, of a but chance if I would so. trade Beal, I would trade him from like Denver or like somewhere else. Honestly, right? Um, I mean, the Orlando Magic didn't do anything. Of they just got Robin Lopez. I mean, his hook shots are fun to see, but they didn't. They have have three guards though in Orlando. They have Cole Anthony, Markel, uh, Jalen Suggs. Yeah. Who do y'all think will start though? Suggs will start. I think I might not start all three and do what Oklahoma did. I don't know, but they don't have yeah. like Oklahoma guards were could play defense. I don't think Jalen Jalen Suggs can. But you want Cole Anthony and uh, uh, Marco Fultz trying to because they're, they're all three pretty small guys. So do you want them having to I go mean, against like a six eight wing? Fultz actually, Fultz actually is a pretty long wingspan, and he's actually a pretty solid defender. Yeah. But, I mean, they're small, too. I think that you don't want... But, like, yeah, but he's not big enough to, like, be, like, a three, and he's not, like, good enough to, like, carry that defensive court in the slightest. So, they but have Jonathan, Wolf, Jonathan Wolf was low-key balling out before he got hurt. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So I think the... Jonathan Isaac. Yeah, Jonathan Isaac, 
Who do they have? Uh, Chuma Okiki. He's a mad yeah. underrated. Yeah, I know. They, they got a lot of on Isaac. Bro, if you look at their roster, they literally have like ten first round picks from like the last like six. Bags, like Mo Bamba, Isaac Fultz, all those guys. Wendell Carter. Wendell Carter. Yeah. Yeah, so I think there'll Suns, be a lot of young talent. Uh, the Suns didn't do they. I guess they didn't do too anything too crazy. They did get Landry Shamit, they got Mickey, they got Alfred Payton, but it's not like they did anything that. McGee is a good pickup. I really like the McGee pickup as a backup big. Landry Shamit, uh, that's another team that I thought they should have went out and got Larry Nance. Um, yeah, and they should. They should talk talk to the Spurs and trying to get Thad Young. Thad Young, yeah, they are doing that right now, actually, actively. But that would be a, a great pickup for them if they could actually get him in a trade. But as of right now, their offseason was, I wouldn't. It was okay. I wouldn't say they did anything good or anything bad. Who, uh, right on. Who's now. their backup point guard? Cameron Payne. Cameron Payne. Yeah. yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. This campaign yeah. is their backup point guard. They got him on a good deal too. So yeah, they still got the goat Cam Johnson. So, yeah. The Utah Jazz. That, that Culver deal, Omar, man. That I want to forget deal. about it. We're going to act like it never happened. Bro, that's that's a landslide, bro. Like, they that were was terrible. That was terrible, yeah. yeah. That was pretty bad. I mean, yeah. I, there's, it's, it's, it's horrible. I don't know what else to say. Not horrible for Phoenix, of course. But. Yeah. The Utah Jazz didn't do really anything. They got Eric Pachel. Uh, yeah, but Rudy, yeah, Rudy Gay Gobert, Rudy, I said Rudy Gobert. Yeah, Rudy Gay, uh, Hassan <laughs> Whiteside. So I, again, but then they also lost Derek Favors. They lost Niang and Matt Thomas. So I w- it's not like they came in with anything. I'll say that we look at. You know, like, they okay, had a solid be- offseason. They resigned Mike Conley for a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think they got mightily better, but they're not. They're not in a championship contending right. window. They Their chance will be one of the best teams in the West. Like they will be. They'll be good again, think, of course. When the playoffs come, you have to have better uh, perimeter defenders so Gobert doesn't get stretched out into the perimeter by mm-hmm. small ball. Yep. yep. Raptors, they got – I mean, this for losing – they didn't lose Larry for free, so I guess that's an automatic win for them. They got Precious Achua, which I like. I mean, in the Olympics, he was very good for Nigeria, which is the last time he's played basketball. And then Goran Dragic, I know. I wonder if they'll trade him, just move on and trade him. But for a, for their start, would he be their starter? No, he wouldn't. For a backup point guard, Goran Dragic is actually very good for them. So I think Malachi yeah. Flynn will probably start. I don't think so. It wouldn't be Van Fleet, Scotty Barnes, and OG, and Siakam, and then whoever they have at the center position. Boucher, nah, I think Van Fleet will be a, a two guard. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So you guys He's think Scotty Barnes will be Scotty Barnes will come off the bench or? I don't know what they're gonna do with that four spot. Yeah, I think Scotty. I think Scotty Barnes is gonna start at the beginning of the season because Siakam's out. Oh yeah, Siakam is out. What was it like six weeks or something? Something like that. Yeah. Did they sign a center? He's gonna start, and then you know we'll see. Uh, they uh, they did not. Us. They, they, uh, no center. Of, uh, they yeah. should have pursued, what's his name? Rashawn Holmes. Yeah, I, I really wanted him to go there. I, that's where I predicted him to go to. I was surprised. Yeah, that's, that's one of the L's he took. The they Kings couldn't offer him the same money that most teams could, and yet he went back to the Kings. I was shocked, honestly. The right, Kings probably right. just didn't I thought want to make the sure Raptors were going to end up with either like 
Holmes or Jerry Allen, though. Obviously, the Cavs defended Allen, like, really quickly. So, I got thrown out the window. Yeah, I mean. What y'all think about the Charlotte Hornets offseason? It was solid. Um, I saw their draft. I thought it was They got pretty, Oubre. They got Plumlee. They did pretty Ooh. solid. Pretty yeah, good. Plumlee's an upgrade on uh, Cody Zeller. Yeah, yeah. They also got Ish Smith, I believe. They did get Ish Smith from the Wizards, and they signed Leandro Ball, so they have to be a playoff team. <laughs> they going to go to eight seed, you know? They're like a low key winner as well. I really like their offseason. They did. They had a good offseason. They the East didn't is do anything. so deep, though. They, that, did, like, they had they solid moves along the margins. The, yeah, only, they, the only real question mark I have about their offseason is that they drafted Book Knight and then they extended Rozier, so it's like kind of weird, but. Yeah, it's I think so they got rid of guards. They got rid of Graham, though, so I guess that opens up a spot for him. Yeah, yeah. Luke and Malik Monk, too, that. so they lost two guards right there. So. Luke and speaking of Rashawn Holmes. Like, be like a bench score for them. They should have got Holmes as well. They should have offered some for him. Yeah. The Boston Celtics, I'd say they had... They've had a decent offseason. I mean, they. Yeah, I mean, getting Dennis Schroeder for five million is a bargain, though. I will say that. That is. True. That's a steal. That's a that complete bargain. Getting Al Horford for like the. I mean, if they start Robert Williams, which I think they should, getting Al Horford off the bench is perfect. Yeah. Um, the only thing I don't really like is they signed Josh Richardson to a two-year, twenty-four million dollar deal, and uh, that's twenty-four million dollars too much. Yeah, he's just gonna say you think that's a little too much. Yeah. They probably believe in him, maybe. So. so that's true. The signing was good, though. As much as I hate him due to personal experiences. Yeah, um, that's that's a great. They really, really. What personal experiences are you are you referring to? With the Wizards, bro. Like he's done some shady stuff. Hmm. That's so. <laughs> yeah, in the 2015 playoffs or something, like he told the players to like injure Wall's injured hand or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, they did. They 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 lost some good players, but they also gained back some pretty good solid players. So, again, more moves along the margin. But Dennis Schroeder, I would probably say one of the better pickups of free agency for only five million, especially for what yeah. people thought he would have to be gotten for first. The Brooklyn you mean Nets, himself. <laughs> oh yeah, Let's talk he's already. I'm sure he's he's in a lot of pain already. He's uh, no need to. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna beat a dead horse, but. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally wouldn't pass up that kind of money. Yeah, that's what happens when you bet on yourself, though. So, Dennis had a fantastic golf season. I don't know what else yes, to say. Sir. Yes, sir. did. Why are you saying Glad yes, sir, for Felice? Uh, Stop it. Can't be excited for Brooke, uh, James Harden winning his first ring coming up. Yeah, yeah. Come on, I've it enough. Uh, I mean, I like the Patty Mills signing. I thought Paul Mills that was today, yeah. right? And Aldridge is back, so yeah, they got Patty Mills, though. That was the, the key. That was insane. Yeah. He can be the, they got a lot of the, the perfect backup for Kyrie. He's a, he's a better Mike James, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Literally, literally, hey, put yeah. some respect on Mike James' name. 
Mike James, Mike James had that one. What was that one play where it was everywhere? Where like he like they like stole the ball and were like doing these crazy passes and he bounced it off the backboard. Yeah, that yeah, one yeah, good yeah. game. He had that one good game against what team? Mike James, he's a good man. That's a real MJ right there. All right. <laughs> All right. I mean, we we are uh, gonna act like we didn't hear that. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they signed James Johnson as well. So you know, with all the injuries yeah. they had last year, they added a lot of depth, which I think is a good thing. Bro, they're building Cameron the Thomas is going to be like a reserve now. He's probably going to play. Oh, I really like him. He's just a straight scorer, though. But yeah. for Brooklyn, that's uh, for off the bench. That's it's pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. I like the that. rich get richer. Big that's man, that's man, this man. off season. The rich yeah, just got a bunch of richer stuff. Do y'all think the yeah. Bucks improved? You think they're still yeah, there? Yeah, one hundred percent. Grayson Allen and uh, getting Grayson the, Allen. Come on now. He's a George he's a, he's Hill. The Bobby Portis signing was amazing. Over here, they uh, they're going to be contending again. I mean, yeah, you said they won about their championship and their injuries, but they still earned it for what they had. And they're gonna be right there again this they year. Will. And yeah, they had so, a great. They improved. Uh, they improved. Uh, again, along the margins, only a couple teams really had major moves that uh, changed their trajectory. But yeah, and you just win a championship, you don't need to make a major move. So right. they just made pickups. They had a good offseason, yeah. So how about the Cavaliers? I mean, they they literally did. I don't think they had a single free agency signing. They literally only uh, acquired Rubio. They traded for Rubio, right? That's it. They acquired Rubio and Markkinen. They also well, got Markkinen. They re-signed Markkinen. Oh, yeah, Markkinen as well. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't – they paid a strange, lot. Yeah. Dude, Josh Allen is good, and it just sucks that he has to be Jared good. Allen. Josh Allen. <laughs> Josh Allen I mean, is good. Bro, we – we, we, Lex is mine in football season right now. I don't even blame him. Oh, they Josh. Look, I, oh, shit. I did say Josh Allen, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they look like they look yeah, like we, they, we, yeah, we, yeah. We, we know what you mean. They look like twins, so it's okay. People but he's not twins. wrong. Josh Allen. True, true. Well, Jared's better in my book. Yeah, I wasn't lying. I did say Josh Allen is good. But no, he's not. Yeah, he's not a lie. Man, they literally only got Laurie Markin and Rick Rubio. The Rick Rubio trade. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's. I think they won that trade. They got they got the better player. As for Larry Markin, I don't know what they're doing there. To be honest, I, I don't know. They lost Larry Larry Nance Jr. Didn't they lose like a couple picks too, or did they? Yeah, pretty sure they, they no, gave away no. a couple. I, I thought that was the Blazers that traded uh, like lottery percentage first. I know the Blazers traded away. I thought uh, Cavs also uh, uh, traded traded away. Uh, no, I don't think they traded the first. Did they not get, have to? Okay, if they didn't have to trade the pick, then somebody pull up the trade details. Their lineup is so interesting. They got Sexton, Garland, Okoro, uh, Evan Mobley, probably. And then and they did uh, sign Taco Fall. I almost forgot about that. Didn't they sign Taco Fall? Too? Yeah, they got, a, they got a tall team. Yeah. Sure. But I think like they're going to eventually trade Colin Yeah, Sexton you see, they mode. sent a, 20, a 2023 second round draft pick to the Denver Nuggets. Oh, yeah. That ain't too much. But I mean, yeah. it's the contract, though. It's four years, 67 million. And you lost Larry Nance as well. Like, yeah, right. they're probably banking on him like being better than he's shown. I guess like that's what they want to do. So, what is realistically what is marketing going to be like? Uh, a bench player? Or is, I was like, thinking that planning on know. trading Kevin Love. And he has to come off the position. bench though, because Mo isn't Mobley and Allen the ones who are starting. Yeah, they also got Kevin Love. 
So <laughs> yeah, I kind of love though. I mean, he's a he's smart for not giving away his money though. I'll say that. I don't really consider him a basketball player right now. <laughs> Listen, Kevin Love will always have a special place in my heart. So, and he's a great human being. He's a great. He's, he's a great, great player. Guy. I mean, yeah. he's, he's the Cavs are looking to have a player like Kevin Love. I, they, Cavs fans are not going to be happy with that, but yeah. No, nah, they like Kevin Love. They just it's his contract and there's the contract and the fact that he's not court. really playing. Yeah. 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 What do you what do you guys think they'll do with Sexton though? You all think they're gonna trade him? Soon they're gonna keep him for now. There's there's nothing there. Yeah, for now, yeah, but I think for now But yeah. if you're gonna be gonna be a ball hog and like take away from Evan Mobley and not be good on defense. I don't know. That's why people want him gone because Darius Garland. I think people like his potential better. Right. Uh, he's, a better he's a better fit with Mobley, too. Yeah, and his play style, like him being a, a great passer and a shooter, we've seen uh, – he's not Trey Young, but we've seen um, – <clears throat> we've seen uh, his play style really succeed right. in the NBA. So, yeah. They had, to say the least, an interesting offseason. I don't – I like the Rubio trade back then unless they like the Laurie Marketing one. Who's, uh, who's the head coach, by the way? Who got who? Yeah. Who's their head coach? Oh, um, JB Bickerstaff, I think. Yeah, Bickerstaff. Oh yeah. Lord, oh my! That's the Rockets. I'm not gonna get coach. into that. I, I mean, Bickerstaff was solid last season, though. He had him playing pretty good until they started decided to tank. I mean, that was blatant that they were taking. I don't think anybody has. They got that Michigan coach, uh, coach that one, that oh, one no, year. I ago. just, I just have some, some experiences with uh, JB Bickerstaff that I'd rather not talk about. <laughs> All right, know. then we won't discuss it. We'll skip over him and we'll go. To the team I thought was up there for moves, the Chicago Bulls. I mean, they, were, they might be the winner of the offseason. 100%. They're more the Miami Heat. I think won the offseason. That's, that's true. Yeah, Miami. Um, but I mean, Lonzo Ball. I mean, Lonzo Ball. I the Rosen, Rosen, the Rosen Derek Jones Jr. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to sit out here and act like I was going to pick up. Gonna be a dunking duo, freaking uh, Levine and Jones, alley oops from Lonzo. Holy cow, that seems yeah. a high. They got Vucevic. I mean, DeMar can throw it down too. Don't sleep yeah. on that. Hey, don't sleep on Patrick Williams as well, man. They're gonna be a very, very, they're gonna be very good, to say the least. They literally went from going nowhere to all of a sudden, you could argue they can make some noise in the east. I was just saying, damn, I want Levine out of there, and now I'm saying, yo. Extending, I like this. Like the- this new Bulls front office, they weren't playing when they said they got plans. You know, it's yeah, not- it's an upgrade from guard packs for sure. I love it. I love their offseason. I like to see that. Uh, uh, a t- like Chicago is a big market too. They needed a good. They needed a team that was going to yeah. compete over there. So. Right. You know, the, the only thing that's really shaky about them is that like their uh, front court depth. Behind, uh, uh, I mean, losing that young and Daniel Tate. I, I can't see that same folder. That's Both true. of those sucked. And Derek Jones Jr. is not going to start here and all of a sudden solve that problem. But, yeah. I really like this team, though, for Kobe White. I think he can be yes, uh, a six-man-of-the-year candidate if he yes. – Yeah, if everything goes right. I really think he has that opportunity yeah. now. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, I mean, I yeah, they Kobe did. Kobe White over here. Young. And uh, who was it? Who was the other one they lost? Tice. They lost uh, Tyson. Yeah. Bad young, they lost a lot more than that, but that's because of the trade. They, they, they upgraded just so like perfect. Like they're they're gonna be a playoff team this year, I think. One hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, anyways, people 
some people aren't like the biggest fans of DeRozan because maybe he doesn't help with like the floor spacing, but I think he's really good to have the ball in his hand, even if he's not a great three point shooter. Like I, I like the racing around him. They have Lonzo, they have Vucevic, who both yeah. shoot ridiculously Le- good from three. I mean, come on, they he doesn't need to shoot good. I mean, they already got ridiculously good shooters on there. Right. He just right. He just needs to like you know put pressure on the rim, hit the mid range, and like honestly, I feel like he's their half court facilitator. DeMar DeRozan, oh. yeah, because Lonzo yeah. Ball thrives on full court. That's where his playmaking is elite. DeMar DeRozan is half court playmaking is better. Yeah, that's more. yeah, that's that's the other thing I was gonna say. With the Jamar DeRozan being like being a big ball handler can help Levine off the ball. Yeah, yeah. I like the way he's playing in the I Olympics a little bit. On Twitter, that like, like that Levine is like a really good like off ball cutter. So where yeah, he cuts that to plays out the alley oop or whatever the hell he he'll he'll do something. Yeah, and they can't stop him. If you meet him at the rim, he probably dunk all over you. So. Yeah, he will dunk on you. <laughs> The Nuggets did not – I mean, they lost Paul Millsap and Javel McGee, but they got Jeff Green back. That was a solid pickup, but beyond that, they didn't, they didn't do yeah. anything. There's not much to discuss with the Denver Nuggets. They, they really didn't do anything. I will say, though. Jeff Green, though, is a great pickup. Uh, yeah, that's a great pickup. I like that sign. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I will say, though, with the Nuggets, I was talking about MIP candidates. I think Michael Porter Jr. could be up there as well. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Another one. I feel yeah, like yeah. – I heard that last year, too, but, but oh. I like it. More this year because Jamal Murray's gonna be Jamal Murray's pretty much gonna miss the year, isn't he? Like half, yeah. I think uh, like half the year. Yeah, a huge portion my, of the year. Yeah. And he's my gonna be the second problem with that. My problem with that is Porter Jr. already had a decent year, so in order to win, he, most years, he has to he actually average like, like 19 this year on like 40, so 38, 80. 25 to be an MIP. He's going to have to be like a 25 point per game score to win. I think he gets a 22, 23, 22 and still be in contention. You know? I mean, I agree. But you know what? That's this, like heavy. sounds crazy, but I think that 25 points per game doesn't sound impossible. It doesn't. The problem is it doesn't, yeah. consistency. Like he can literally drop like 30 any given night. It's just like, it, does he get a shot or not? That is true. Yeah, I think him or Dijon table win MIP. Okay, yeah. the Pistons. Uh, they got Kelly Olynyk. Come on now. But other than they that, go. they lost Mason Plumley, which got they traded for uh, away to the Hornets. Uh, Trey Lyles. Uh, I'm not gonna start and act like that's yeah. some sort of great move. The Pistons. Kelly Olynyk was. Kelly Olynyk was. I mean, not including the draft, of course, because but it's just the time. off season. Kelly Olynyk. I mean, he became something else on Houston. It was yeah. Game Seven, Olenek in Houston, pretty much the entire year. All right, we don't talk about that. I, I want to talk about it. How about that? Do it, man. What's, what's wrong with talking about Game Seven, Olenek? Because I get PTSD. Okay, I mean, but how so, about Isaiah when, Thomas? When you know, he's working out the Mavericks. You may see him again. Oh my god! <laughs> when we run uh, pick and pops with uh, Kate and and Olenek on two K, it's gonna be some fun times. Very fun time. It's going to be fun in the real NBA, too. Kelly Olenek Yo. averaging. No, I'm not going to try to make a ridiculous well, prediction like that. But I hope not because we kind of have their uh, draft list. Actually, yeah, it should be some fun times. Yeah, yeah. Detroit, go out there. Make the playoffs. I dare you. I want that pick. <laughs> Both sides dare you. Yo, um, they may make it. You keep daring them or something. They're going to watch this and, and be motivated. Facts. Yeah. Detroit Pistons players watch this podcast. 
They listen to it. Yeah. Derek Derrick Derrick Grant going to average 30 a game now. That's He's not the only Derrick... Nick in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Enough Kelly Olenek talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Let's move on to the – anybody else had thoughts before I move on? Uh, they got Kate Cunningham, so they won the offseason. Yeah. Uh, He's not better than Jalen Green in my books. Ooh. Yeah, that's going to be fun to see. That's a, that's, a, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> that is true. Uh, on to the Lakers. I mean, how – Go ahead, Lex. My bad. I was say, yeah, I think the Lakers in here are like the two last major teams, probably, right? Lakers in here are the only ones I think we have, we have left. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, Lakers first. Uh, and the Lakers won the offseason. I mean, I don't know how you guys don't think that. They got Russell Westbrook, Westbrook all right? They got the yeah, best player that was available. They're a winner. They're definitely a winner. I don't know if they're a winner. Well, that's disgusting. They got Russell Westbrook, all right? They bring in Russell Westbrook. A lot of people are like, oh, how will that work? Well, then then uh, uh, is Pierre Link still their front office, their general manager? Yeah. Yeah, he said, let me show you all how I'm going to make it work. I mean, then he got Carmelo Anthony, who shot 40% from three last year. Trevor Ariza, Kent Bazemore, Wayne Ellington shot 42%. Malik Monk, they got for the vet minimum. They they, they got their backup bigs with Dwight Howard. They got Kendrick. I mean, come on, man. Ray John Rondo today. And they literally surrounded Westbrook and LeBron with 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 shooters, that, and they got Howard back for defense yep. that Rondo. they always want to keep. So, I mean, they are a winner. They improved, and they're not beating the Nets, but they're the second best team in the league. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, you might not even sure. have to worry about the Nets. Sure. You might not make it there. Oh, who's gonna stop the Lakers if, you, if they're not good? We'll Please, talk about if you say the Rock is beating the Lakers in a playoffs, I'm done. I'm Bro, leaving. Stop it. We're winning like 25 games this year. Gangsign John Wolf showing up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Gangsign John Wolf. Bro, honestly, honestly, I feel like the Rockets could be like low-key, like an 11 seed. Like very. That's not good for them. Why not just tank and get? Uh, well, I don't I mean, think they can't take. They're too good to take. I, mean, I feel you, for? but like they already have you the getting, young. Uh, is it check want, coming up this year? Win and build a culture more than like trying to get a top prospect because they have Green, they have Porter Jr. Literally, they have the talent. What we need is really like a point guard for them. Actually, no. That's true. That's true. Right. So you're saying you're saying your point guard isn't good. You're saying John Wall's trash. Well, he's not a long term option. Is what I'm saying. He has two years left, right? Yeah, something like Unfortunately, that. Unfortunately, yeah, he kind of does on a very big contract. So. That he deserved, by the way. Okay. He did deserve initially. He did, he did now, obviously. Unfortunately, this is, this is bad things luck. else had to came out. Yeah, bad luck. Things happen, man. I hope John Wall goes Thanks. back to old John Wall. Y'all ever fell down the stairs before? Why? I, we're, we're all all the time. About? I don't know why <laughs> we converted to that. Why are we talking about the GOAT, man? Come on. Hey, let's, let's go on to the... Are we talk, I mean, why are we talking about Kareem? What do you mean? Uh, True. Why are you gonna? Uh, this man Joey trying to make side. Uh, <laughs> He's not coming bro. back, Azan. <laughs> yeah. All right, the Miami Heat, because I think you, some of you guys said they're the winners of the offseason. Uh, oh wow! Let me say this. Let me say this right now about Miami. I do not think they're in the upper echelon of the, of the contenders after this. I have them as a four or five seed, and they're a spoiler team, but they're not on the level of Milwaukee and Brooklyn. Oh, no, yeah, 100%. Or Atlanta. I, I think but they can beat Atlanta. People talking about Miami's better than Milwaukee. They can beat them in, like, five what? or six. Yeah, no I heard way. that. Like, what are you talking uh, about? No. 
I don't see that. I don't see that. We ain't even- I think I also think their biggest problem is that they still don't have like a go-to score. Like at least the Bucks, Middleton showed up in the playoffs. He really he got showed Jimmy him. Buckets. I mean, Jimmy Buckets had one bad playoff series, but. I, I don't I don't know if Jimmy is that guy anymore. I really don't. He is. That it's guy. been two years since well, he had his Especially if they play the Bucks. Like if you just put Giannis on him, his jump shot really has like regret. Well, he doesn't even shoot anyway. Doesn't he barely shoot from three anyway as it is? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying if you put somebody like Giannis on him, you practically neutralize Jimmy. I feel like Bam has to be like more of a scorer this year. Like oh, absolutely. Like him, his mid range, oh, yeah. You know, if he, if he gets more of that, and you just can start, but he's so he, passive too. He, yeah, he's like, the he's thing passive. with Bam is has that, to be and he he needs to be a twenty plus point per game score like easily, like almost twenty five. He has to be that kind of player. Yeah, I, you know what they did? The you know what they did to Bam in the playoffs? Uh, especially Brook Lopez. They, whenever Bam had the ball, they would just protect the paint. They would leave him wide open for mid range, and right. Bam would not even look at the basket. He would just content on giving the ball to jimmy off the screen like it's he so, needs to work on that you watch the olympics right he was shooting he was shooting a lot of jumpers in the olympics right yeah well, that's comfortable then, you know you're facing teams that aren't that that's good true. but in game four against milwaukee when the, he was actually shooting mid-range shots he had a really good game so yeah um, I, I mean yeah. i think he's fourth best center in the league and he can be even better uh, he needs to be more of a scorer like He's still a good scorer, but he needs to be even more of a scorer. You have them both go bear? Uh, because of I his offense. I do because of versatility. And, I mean, uh, even if you even if you're saying defensive versatility, though, nobody has Gobert's impact on defense. No, yeah, if, if you def- even if defensive versatility, go That's true. Way- but how large how large is that gap of Bam and Rudy it's on defense? Big. You all think pretty big? It's, it's pretty, pretty big. big. I mean, that's, I that's mean, Rudy Gobert good. is the most impactful defender in the NBA currently. Oh yeah, by a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, the thing is, if Bam becomes an aggressive offensive player, I think that there's genuinely like a case. Yeah. he could be Bam. very good. Yeah, he yeah. needs to be their number one score option, not Jimmy. Oh, yeah, that's, that's bold. Fake. That's bold. Yeah. Come on now. Jimmy think, Buckets it should be their go-to scorer. I think times. Jimmy and Kyle Lowry need to be more of like a playmaker secondary scorer. I really think Bam, Bam needs to be that guy, bro. Bam is in, he shot about 76% at the rim this year. He can finish and he's super athletic. And you if he just over Jimmy Butler, though, I, I think so. I'm telling you, is I, it because of the playoffs? I think a lot of people are. No, it's not because Jimmy, of the playoffs. Like it's, it's 2020 still. Jimmy, Look, Jimmy last year, even in the playoff run that Jimmy Butler had before Bam and Dragic got injured. Dragic was averaging like just as much points as Jimmy. Like, like I really don't think that Jimmy's not an elite scorer by any means. Elite? No, he's not an elite scorer. I don't think. I mean, the balance of his scoring and playmaking this season was unreal. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, he's a very Jimmy Butler had his best regular season. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was he was magnificent this year, and he he had had COVID and everything too. So, yeah. I just think – I think Bam's got to take a leap because, I mean, I feel like the potential that Bam has, he has potential. I think he will with Kyle Lowry. I think he will. All right, we're we forgetting about these. They still had two guys that you guys were going to talk about, P.J. Tucker and Markeith Morris. PJ. Yeah, that would do that. I like P.J. Tucker as a – what do you call it? As a, a floor spacer at the four in the corners. I like Markeith. Markeith's all right, though. I mean, he – He's not what he was a couple of years ago with the with the Wizards or even with the Suns, but 
He's a he's an eye role player. He'll give you like a surprise twenty point game here and there. They needed that depth to say the least because they lost uh, Precious. They lost Trevor Ariza. They lost uh, Bielitsa. Bielitsa, yeah. You got Dollar too. It wasn't. I guess he wasn't all that good in Miami. And then they lost Kendrick Nunn too. But yeah, that was Harrell has to be better this year. Who's the backup be. point guard? Is it like Gabriel? Dude? Duncan. Ro- I mean, Duncan Robinson is too much of a. Is Gabe Vincent. start? Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent. Oh yeah, Gabe. Vincent. Wasn't Gabe Vincent in Nigeria? Wasn't he the? Yeah, so Gabe Vincent's yeah. like an okay defender, like he's like an average defender, and he's like this guy who like either can drop like twenty, or like will shoot like two of eleven. Well, that's, that's kind of what he does. Like he's he like sh- you know a lot about Gabe Vincent, bro. Because because uh, watched him destroy Team USA. That's why. No, nah, because I watched him. His first game where he started was against the Sixers when uh, the Heat were battling COVID. And that was the game we went to overtime, and Vincent had like ah, I remember. Yeah, thirty yeah. or something. He like went off, and then the next game he shot like four or fifteen or something. Like that's yeah, so exactly weird. I'm asking so you if you like one a question. backup point guard, so it's not the worst thing in the world. So like yeah. you might have some games off the bench where he drops like a random twenty bomb, but then also games where he like doesn't deserve to see the court. But like it's a backup point guard. It's not. It's not too bad of a job for him yeah. to do. All right, I'm asking you one question to wrap this up. I need y'all to give me one definitive winner and one definitive bottom loser of this offseason, not including the draft. So don't worry about any draft picks, just the offseason moves. The Bulls are my winner. Bulls okay, are who's your, my okay, Lexton, your winner is the Bulls, and who's your loser? I, I don't know. Maybe I guess the Grizzlies. I don't know. I can't really think of like a, like a, a really bad loser. Maybe the Clippers. Clippers, okay. Joey, how about you? Uh, honestly, I got to go with Lexton here. I think definitely the Bulls made the biggest improvement, biggest, like, change in, like, just roster to improve their team. And, yeah, the Grizzlies actively got worse, and I think they knew they got worse. So it's hard not to say they're the worst. They had the worst offseason. Okay. Azok? Uh, I would say Miami and Chicago tie um, as my winners. Okay. Um, as my losers – See that's tough, man. Like that, that Louis is a, a a clear loser. I think like I said, San Antonio. I said, uh, who mentioned New Orleans? I think that was a good one. That was um, of course it was me. You know? Yeah, but if I had to pick a team, I, honestly, I would I would say probably the Spurs. Probably, yeah. I, I might, okay. All of a sudden, you said what, Lexon? I said I might agree with that. All of a sudden, I forgot about the Spurs. Okay. Fans, yeah. fans remember Zach Collins. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, Lexington's favorite. Yeah, that's Lexington's favorite player to stop cutting. <laughs> Lexington's got a whole signed jersey, whole shrine, autograph, everything. Yeah. I know. I mean, he'd, he'd be behind the bench telling uh, Zach Collins to never give up every day. True. <laughs> oh, dear God. Felice, Felice, Lily, uh, uh, your winners and losers. Uh, winners, I would say. Between the Bulls, the Heat, and the Mets, and losers, I would, I'd have to say, yeah, the Spurs. Yeah. Um, All right. What we obviously already said about them. Fucking. I yeah. Uh, My winners are, I think, the Los Angeles Lakers is my clear winner. Uh, Getting a player of Russell Westbrook's caliber and surrounding them with shooters, Uh, they did a phenomenal job. And then my losers, I think, is also clear was the Memphis Grizzlies. A lot of trades I just felt like didn't have any real reason or logic. It just made them flat out worse. 
so I do those, respect that's that. my one. The reason I the reason I picked the uh the Bulls is because how they went from like bad to like a playoff True. team. The Lakers were when they're fully healthy are a championship team, and now mm-hmm. they're just more of a championship team. But I but I respect the pick actually. That's fine too because they're gonna be way better than last year. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I honestly didn't think of it that way. And if you put it in that perspective, the Bulls would be the winners of the uh, free agency. I yeah. just kind of thought like the Lakers, were they really going to match up with the Nets? Now there's like 40% chance compared to like more 10% than, chance. Before. Yeah, more yeah. Than. So that's why I gave it to them. But thank you guys very much for showing up on episode two. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, man. We, we got to come back, man. This This is so nice. For sure. Appreciate all of you. Till next time.